coming up on this special Cuck Week episode of the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Stuff like that happens a lot. And, and I've had people from around the world write to me and, and say exactly that, that when they read the book, they, they didn't feel alone, that it reduced their shame, that they realized they weren't the only one that found this hot and exciting and desirable, and it helped them accept themselves, which, you know, just as a therapist, that's my goal. As a writer, I mean, that just basically gives me a literary orgasm right there. So the the Insatiable Wives book, did that spark some conversation between you and your husband, <laughs> your partner? We had been talking, yes, <laughs> in short, <laughs> because it helped us to understand that um, sexuality is normal. Whatever it is for you, whatever it is for me, it is normal. And we need to be able to think about it in a in a a fuller way. It wasn't that they then embraced a non-monogamous marriage or became, you know, um, went out and became super promiscuous or anything else. But instead, just being able to open up about your sexual fantasies and desires with your partner and have your partner accept them, whether you act on them or not, is so healing. You know, and I have lots of couples that the husband has a fantasy of cuckolding, but he's afraid of making it a reality. He really just wants it to, keep, to stay a fantasy, but he wants to make his wife a part of it. Like, if I desire to ride my dildo and you hold it with your chin and eat me out and I tell you that it's another man behind me making me pregnant, that I'm taking his babies from him, are you okay with that? Can we do that? And if your husband is like, yes, let's talk. You, yes. What, how, where is this coming from? Like it opens the doors to just be more yourself. And you don't have to know all these answers right away. This book lets you figure out how to explore and and, and think better okay, I, without I, you know, judging. I, I think I and the audience need to just take a moment and sit with that image. Um, <laughs> right? Because, <laughs> wow, <laughs> holy shit, wow. Um, you know, I, <laughs> that's not really the answer I was expecting, but I love it. <laughs> Welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the Venus blog. And of course, if you love it, share it. Now, sit back, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the show with your host, Venus. Welcome to this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I am your host, Venus. Thank you so much for joining me for this very special episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. It is Cuck Week. And this episode is really, really special because I have some amazing guests joining me to talk about, well, one of my favorite books of all time about cuckolding called Insatiable Wives. So the author is Dr. David Lay. You're probably already aware of this book because it is the book on cuckolding. It was written in 2009, I think it was published, but oh my goodness, it is a fabulous book. And now it is on audiobook. So I have the lovely Rose Caraway also joining us to talk about what that was like to narrate this amazing book. And of course, in the show notes for today's episode is where you'll find the links to buy the book or the audiobook for Insatiable Wives. 
And you're probably wondering what Cuck Week is all about. So this is the first annual Cuck Week. It is January 25th to 31st of 2022. And it is going to be a week to celebrate the Insatiable Wives um, on audiobook, but also cuckolding in general. And so there's going to be a lot of events going on. If you want to get the full list, all you need to do is check out at Cuck Week on Twitter and you'll be able to see all of the events that are happening. And there's a lot going on. It's amazing. There's blogs, podcasts, special events, moan chats, like, oh my goodness, so much. It's just going to be amazing. Absolutely amazing. And of course, in addition to this episode, I am also going to be participating in some other Cuck Week events. I'm going to be joining Dan Savage on the Savage Lovecast for a special Cuck Week episode to talk about cuckolding and answer some cuckolding questions. So that'll be, oh my God, so much fun. I hope you check that out. I'm also going to be doing a very special chat on the Moan app. That's M-O-N, the Moan app, if you want to look it up. Also have the link in the show notes uh, for that app. But it's a live drop-in audio app. And so it is a live event. You definitely want to catch that. You can just listen in. And it's going to be all about cuck love. So it's going to be an opportunity for the women in the cuckolding lifestyle to share their love for cuckolding and cucks. So it's going to be a very, very special event. And I hope that you join me. That's Friday the 28th at 7pm Pacific time on the Moan app. Lastly, I will be doing a very special Pillow Talk event this month on the 29th of January, which is a Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. I will have a very special Pillow Talk event uh, with a panel of cucks to join me. And oh my God, it's going to be so much fun because this is the catch. The guys are going to be answering questions from the women only. So yes, we will try to go easy on them. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Normally, the Pillow Talk events are open only to Patreon supporters of the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. But for this special Cuck Week event for Pillow Talk, this one is open to everyone. So it's free to register. If you want to register for the event, all you have to do is go to venuscuckoldress.com and click on the tab that says Pillow Talk. Super simple. You'll absolutely want to check out that live because it's a live event and it's tons of fun. All right. Now, before we dive into my conversation with Dr. David Lay and Rose Caraway, I am just going to pause for a quick little message from one of my new favorite apps. Here it is. Hetero, the hookup app for oral pleasure. With Hetero, the pleasure is all yours. Hetero is the only hookup app designed specifically for oral pleasure. An inclusive space for people of all sexualities and gender identities. Grounded in safety, sex positivity, and enthusiastic consent. Hetero lets you connect based on a wide range of kinks and relationship dynamics, including cuckolding. Download the Hetero app. H-E-A-D-E-R-O on iOS or Android or check out our website at www.hetero.com. Hetero, going down in a town near you. Today, are you ready? Download the Hetero app now. Joining me today, I have two amazing guests to talk about my favorite book ever. And well, I don't know about ever, but it's definitely one of my top favorites. I have Dr. David Lay and Rose Caraway who are joining me for today's podcast episode. So Dr. David Lay has actually been on the podcast before. He was on as a guest last year. And it talked about the cuck shame spiral. And let me just say, I got such a, a response from, from that episode. But he is a clinical psychologist, sex therapist, and author located in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's the author of several books and research studies on sexuality, including his first book, Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray and the Men Who Love Them, which was the first book to examine the cuckolding and hot wife phenomenon. With Justin Lay Miller and Dan Savage, he published the first psychological study of the cuckold fantasy. 
Dr. Lay is a frequent guest in the media and around the world with appearances in the New York Times, CNN, and Time Magazine, as well as Hustler and Playboy Magazines. Thank you so much for joining me today, David. Thanks for having me. I mean, that was a that was a lovely conversation we had before about about shame. Um, Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code Venus, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. All right, joining me for today's episode, I'm so excited about this. I have two really amazing guests to talk about my favorite, one of my favorite books of all time, Insatiable Wives. I have Dr. David Lay and Rose Caraway. So Dr. David Lay actually was on the podcast last year to talk about the cuck shame spiral, and I had so much so much feedback, amazing feedback from that episode. So it really resonated with a lot of people. But he's here to talk about his new audio book, uh, Insatiable Wives. So he's a clinical psychologist, sex therapist, and author located in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's the author of several books and research studies on sexuality, including his first book, Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray and the Men Who Love Them which was the first book to examine the cuckolding and hot wife phenomenon. With Justin Lee Miller and Dan Savage, he published the first psychological study of the cuckold fantasy. Dr. Lay is a frequent guest in the media and around the world with appearances in the New York Times, CNN, and Time Magazine, as well as Hustler and Playboy Magazine. Thank you so much for joining me today, David. Thanks for having me. I mean, that... that chat we had last time about shame, um, I thought that was really productive and and it was fun to get into some of that, you know, kind of meteor discussion with the goal of helping listeners. Um, I, I thought I, I thought it was really cool that you were willing to go there. Oh, yeah, definitely one of my favorite episodes. And I also have Rose Caraway, who's here with us today to talk about what it was like to record the audiobook. Rose is a native North California writer, editor, audiobook narrator, publisher, and podcaster for the number one erotica show in iTunes, which is the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. She freely celebrates and cultivates eroticism with her lurid listeners <laughs> of the Kiss Me Quick podcast. Rose's writings prominently show her commitment to both feminism and masculinism. She believes that people of all genders and orientations should be considered complementary and interdependent and are necessary for a genuinely healthy and functional society. I agree with you, Rose. Rose's other passions revolve around her soulmate and co-host, Big Daddy Dave Caraway. She also is studying to earn her Master Beekeeper certification. There you go. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today, Rose. Hi, thank you for having me. I forgot I had the beekeeper thing in there. That's awesome. I I mean, shouldn't it be mistress or queen? I mean, come on. (laughs) You know, All right. Well, I'm so excited to talk about this today because like I said, Insatiable Wives, one of my all-time favorite books is now on audiobook. And when I heard that, I was like so excited. Uh, I haven't really listened to many books on audiobook, but when I did, I was like, this is so convenient. (laughs) This is wonderful. For all the people who struggle to have time to sit down and read an actual book, it was great because I could kind of multitask at the same Mm -hmm. time. 
loved it. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the book. We're going to talk to Rose about what it was like to record. At, and we're also going to talk a little bit about what kind of trends of happening are happening in cuckolding because it's been a little while since that book was published. Mm-hmm. So I think it was, what was it? 2011 that it 2009, was 2009 actually that, that oh, came 2009. out 2009. So yeah, what is that? 12 years ago. Wild. That's amazing. And so there, okay. So David, I really want to ask you uh, some questions about the book that I didn't get a chance to ask you last time you were on the show. First of all, it's a really great resource for anyone who who wants to learn anything about cuckolding or hot wifing. And it's so detailed and it's, um, and it's really, it's written for anyone who is curious or experienced or anywhere in between. And so I, that's why I think that like, it's become such a, a, I want to say iconic book for cuckolding. (laughs) No, that, 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 that makes me feel, you know, nervous and humble, but that's awesome. (laughs) But it really, it really has. And so, um, I feel like you were, you did such a wonderful job of exploring non-monogamy, but also the the history, the wild history of female sexuality (laughs) and, uh, the way that you interviewed couples and the way that you put it all together was such a, it's, it's such a nice read. It really is. It's fascinating. I was highlighting all over the place when I was first reading that, that book. So, what was it? Well, first of all, why cuckolding? Why did you choose cuckolding? But what was it that you were hoping to achieve by writing that book? Um, you know, I, uh, I'd been working with alternative sexuality issues for a while um, uh, as, a, you know, as a clinician and uh, collecting some data for a little study on non-monogamy that I never actually published. It was a crappy little study. But um, – I encountered these couples that lived the cuckold and hot wife lifestyle and being perfectly honest, my initial impression and response was that's fucking crazy. That can't be healthy. <laughs> and the, the the amazing thing was that these first couples that I encountered were remarkably healthy. They had you know, incredible communication skills, successful families, successful careers, healthy relationships by every measure we would throw out there. And I realized it forced me to realize that I was making a knee jerk kind of biased assumption and, and, and reaction based on social stigma, based on bias, and that I had allowed those things to intrude into my clinical thinking without me really noticing. Um, as a you know, as as a clinician, you know, I'm I'm a good scholar. I went to the literature, and there was nothing published about uh, about these kind of lifestyles and and and, and approaches to relationship. And so, you know, I started I started investigating it to try and fill that gap in me because it really as as a as a clinician that tries to be ethical and non judgmental, I was surprised by how easily that bias popped up in me. And so I ended up writing the book and that was, that was really my goal of the book was to say basically, you know, to my field, to society in general, hey, look how easy it is to judge based upon moral ideas around female sexuality and promiscuity and monogamy when the reality is much, much more complex. And that actually, it it, it triggered in a lot of ways what has been my passion for the past 12 years, which is challenging the degree to which sexual morality has intruded into into clinical practice because there's a lot of clinicians that do the same thing I do I did then out of ignorance and in a lot of ways I'm just really really lucky and thankful that I had that experience because it's made me a better clinician and now I get to share all of that with other people including your listeners Hey, did you know that there's a -a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. 
So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. So tell me, uh, I want to ask you a little, uh, a couple of questions about the cover and the title. So how did you, and why did you choose the title insatiable wives? Um, and the reason why I'm asking is because clearly it's focusing on the wife. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's a good question. Gosh. Um, I, you know, I think that title, um, it came from some piece that I was reading during, um, you know, during the research around it, where, where uh, I think the the wife and the husband, you know, identified that, you know, her sexuality was just insatiable, and that he struggled to keep up with it. And I thought, man, that's just such a great kind of. Um, you know, frame. And, um, and I didn't know it until we published it, that there was a, um, there was like a 1980s movie or something about female, um, uh, infidelity kind of, kind of such that with the title insatiable lives. So, um, sometimes that'll, that'll cross fertilize with my book, but it really, it really was about, you know, kind of, a. Sort of as you said, now, it's funny, I, I maybe hadn't even realized this until you said that, Venus, that it it was about focusing this on the wife um, that, you know, so much of this, it's interesting because so much of this lifestyle gets started oftentimes by the male, although I'm hearing about more and more women who are going to their partners and saying, hey, this is this is something I want to try. But historically, this has largely come from the man or, or introduced by the man and is sometimes kind of driven by the man. But that was the fascinating thing was that when women engaged with this, they took it over and, and yeah. it became focused on the female sexuality. And the guys are just along for the ride. Um, <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> They're like, wait, she took it and ran with it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so, so I mean, I love you pointing that out, Venus. I don't think anybody ever has, but even the title makes it a, makes it about the wife. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, and how did you decide on the artwork for the cover? Um. So the artwork um, is a it's a painting from the 1800s um, called uh, Candelie Shows His Wife to Gyges. And it's a depiction of this uh, story that I tell in the book um, from uh, Greek history of Candelies, who was this king, had a beautiful wife. Um, he wanted to show her off. He had Gyges, his advisor, hide in a closet while, while his wife got undressed. The wife finds out and uh, conspires with Gyges to kill Candelies um, for the shame of what happened. And then the wife marries Gyges and Gyges takes over as king. And the story was told as kind of a moral, um, you know, parable of, you know, look, dude, this is why you don't show off your wife because you'll get killed and deposed and all these other bad things will happen. Um, and then in the late 1800s, um, Candelis, uh, Candelism was, was a name that was termed for the fetish of guys who like to show off their wife or girlfriend. And we have lots of that today with, you know, all of the guys who have naked pictures of their wife or girlfriend on their cell phone that they show off to their buddies, right? Um, and, so that story was really kind of central to the book. And we, um, I ran across that painting and, um, reached out to the publishers and I said, is there any possibility we could use this? And they investigated and sure enough, it was out of co- the, the, the painting was, you know, out of copyright. So we could use it with, you know, open rights and stuff like that. So it was, it was, there was a lot that made it work. But the thing that I love about it is that, you know, it is this woman with a curvy body, you know, she's mm-hmm, got yeah. this curvy, natural body. And um, I, I hope it's not TMI, but I will share that I 
I like women with curves. So that's kind of my thing. And so I got to have this book with a curvy woman um, on the cover. And and I will I will just say one of the most exciting things that's happening right now is that um, uh, as the audiobook is coming out and people are getting attention and, and Rose and Dave were able to use the same uh, picture, the same painting on the cover of the audiobook, um, women are now posting pictures of themselves basically doing cosplay reproducing the the cover of the book which just makes me squee i mean oh my god i'm yeah i'm I'm just still tickled about it you know you've got like a fucking fan club out there you know that right (laughs) it's it, it it makes me look over my shoulder and wonder who you're talking to. But thirteen year old thirteen year old me is like out of his mind with happiness. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, you wrote this amazing book on cu- the cuckolding phenomenon, the light, the history, all that sort of stuff. Female sexuality um, called Insatiable Wives, and it is quite a taboo topic. Um, continues to be very taboo today. Um, Did you receive any kind of response from, I guess, the psychology world or just the general public or anything like that? What was the response after the book, if there was any? We, when I wrote the book, there was, there was really only one um, uh, research article that had ever been published about, uh, about the topic. It was a guy in Israel who had done an analysis of penthouse letters um, about wife sharing. And um, so, you know, when I, when I wrote the book, you know, really the psychology, mental health counseling industry was, you know, basically oblivious to all of this. But since then, actually, you know, cuckolding has gotten, I would say, more attention, certainly in the mainstream. I mean, it's exploded. But from from the the kind of traditional academic kind of industry, um, it's getting more attention. There's more research happening around it. Um, and uh, the the thing that really kind of stands out to me, though, was um, at one point um, – a former president, I won't name who it was, a former president of the American Psychological Association reached out to me on the side and said, David, I'm so glad you wrote this book because cuckolding is and always has been my thing. And I couldn't ever say it. And I I can't imagine that a psychologist um, uh, was ever going to write this book. And I'm so thankful that you did. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Um, so, so stuff like that, stuff like that happens a lot. And, and I've had people from around the world write to me and, and say exactly that, that, you know, that, um, when they read, when they read the book, they, they didn't feel alone, that it reduced their shame, that they realized they weren't the only one that found this hot and exciting and desirable and it helped them accept themselves. Um, which, you know, just as a therapist, that's my goal as a writer. I mean, that just basically gives me a literary orgasm right there. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I love that. Okay, the last question before I move on to Rose. There's something I have noticed about your book that I think is really quite unique is that uh, women and couples tend to take a photo of your book in all sorts of places and send it to you or publish it online. <laughs> What's with that? <laughs> I don't know, but don't, 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 don't make it stop. Whatever you do. I just, I mean, I, again, it's, I don't, it, it is exciting. It's cool. Um, I love, I love how they are, you know, making my book a part of their life and, and, and then sharing it with me and the world. Um, the fact that a lot of these people like yourself are amazingly beautiful and I get to, I get to get the vicarious pleasure of my book being with these beautiful people. Um, it, I, I guess that's it. I mean, I, if I want to be serious for a minute, it is that people are taking my book and making it, um, making it a part of their life. 
which is which is just really cool. Um, to have people uh, contact you and tell you that you know they're so grateful that you wrote the book that it has helped them and and changed their life. I know what that's like. I get people who say that about my podcast and I'm just, it is like a, a a feeling of true success really is. So I get that. Okay. Welcome Rose. (laughs) I can't wait to ask you a little bit about, okay, what this was like to make an audio book before insatiable wives. First of all, I want to know about the process of it because I have no idea, but it's, something I would love to learn about. And the other thing I want to know about is your, what, like, okay, did, what were your thoughts on cuckolding before that? And then uh, did you learn anything? And are you curious to try it now? <laughs> let me, you know, let me just say um, before Rose jumps in that, um, you know, my, my publisher, I had reached out to them several times and said, Hey, people are asking for this book in, in audio. Um you know, it, 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 can we do that? And they, my publisher didn't think there was an audience, didn't think there was a market for it. And, um, you know, and they're, my publisher are lovely people, but they just didn't think it was the, the, the right kind of, um, strategy. And then Rose and, and Dave had become friends of mine and they suggested to me that they thought there was a market for the book. And they walked me through the process of getting rights, audio rights to the book so that, so that we could do a, an audio version of it, walked me through the process of all of the, the bidding and everything else. But I want to be clear that this, this audio book happened because of Rose and Dave And there is nobody in the world that I was willing to let read this book other than Rose. I mean, having listened to her podcast, having listened to her reading erotica, the, you know, the, the, I mean, um, I, I, I will say I got an erection listening to her read the introduction to my book. I mean, and it wasn't like I was turned on. It was just like, my brain was like, what the hell is going on? This is amazing. So, you know, take it away, Rose. I mean, because she has, she and she and her production, you know, folks have done an incredible thing. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> my nibblies get hard every time I, <laughs> I, thank you. I, um, I'm, I'm very honored to have, uh, gotten to put voice to this book. Um, you know, I've read it a few times now and, we, both my husband and I were wondering, like, why hasn't this been scooped up yet? This is an invaluable book. It really is. It is. I think I've seen someone describe it. It is like a sort of Bible for cuckolding. Uh, and immense historical references are available in here, too. And I just, you know, the sexy librarian in me does, cannot go further without mentioning the bibliography in here. I have since, since the first time I read it, and then after I narrated it, uh, have added to my to-be-read book list, because there are, you cannot read this one without wanting to read more things, more fiction and more nonfiction. I think that both can be very valuable. Um, and, you know, I, we really focus on fiction at our Kiss Me Quicks podcast, but we also like to give our audience medicine. And this one was big medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can, we can relate to this, this subject matter very personally. Um, my husband had no words for what he had been feeling. And I was like, I don't even know. And when we first started our podcast, it was the very first story request that we got from a listener was, can you write cuckolding erotica? And we were like, what is that? We have no idea. And the gentleman sent us asked first, which was really very special because, you know, you worry that guys are just going to take advantage and send dick pics and send inappropriate whatever just just so that they could get off but this gentleman was very nice and respectful and asked if he could send us videos of what cuckolding was and i you know part of me was like um okay i don't know what i'm in for but 
Sure, I need to know what this is. As an eroticist, I want to know. And so, you know, and you know that if one person reaches out to you for a specific thing, you know there's a hundred more. And so that that's important to me to try to fulfill. Um, so we watched the videos and we're taken aback like that we both have something with this. We don't know. What the, and now we have this word for it. It's cuckolding. And it had used, it used to be this negative thing, this terrible, awful thing that you would, that would like ruin the, the sanctity of marriage and potentially your castle or whatever, you know, everything could come crashing down if cuckolding was a part of your life. But I think Dr. Lay said, you know, the people who are in this lifestyle have turned it on its head and have made it an intensely positive thing that I don't know if there's any other expression that can hold female sexuality as high as this one does. It gives me goosebumps because I did not have I had no autonomy as a kid. I had no, I didn't know what my sexuality was. It had been taken from me. And so I internalized everything and I had no words, but meeting, well, not meeting, but seeing David Lay on Twitter, I was like, that guy's kind of amazing. And what he's talking about is really ringing, uh, true to me and both, and my husband. And we, I, I picked up his book and was just, okay. I need to follow this guy. Um, you know, and plus he does jujitsu and, and I, I mean, I, now I'm just, I'm on my ass in love with everything. Like everything I've seen him do is just like, I, I really would love to go and meet Dr. Lee in person one day just to shake his hand and say, good freaking work. You're helping a lot of people put words to things that they're feeling. And that's what, our show was supposed to do was inspire couples to to dive into what eroticism was, but the medicine here was was important to add to that. And and so getting to put this book in front of me and me be behind the microphone, like I got in touch with my inner David Attenborough with birds and horns. The very first damn chapter was just like, I'm in a nature program talking about cuckoo birds. And then, oh, now I'm going into like, I think it was Laurence Olivier who narrated like this World War II series. And I'm like channeling that going, okay, this is the best documentary audiobook I think on the market right now. That's just my. <laughs> you did an amazing job. I love listening to your voice. You have like the perfect voice for it. Doesn't and she? I mean, I, again, I, 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 seriously, I mean, nobody could read the book other than her. I mean, that, wow. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and if you're going to listen to 12 hours of one person talking, I mean, there's very few people who can pull that off. <laughs> like, you did an amazing Well, I, you know. <laughs> When when you have that like this book, it it mixes in it mixes in modern day like medicine. Like okay, here's what's going on today, and you dive into mental health really really well, which I think was very important because a lot of us have these preconceived notions that oh these these people in this lifestyle are broken and mentally unsound, and it's just it's so ridiculous that we jump to that kind of a conclusion because you just don't understand. You haven't, number one, maybe asked the questions or even thought about it or knew what it was, but you've also mixed in this book history, which is fascinating. And then the interludes where you interviewed actual couples. That was very important. And I think that narrating erotica really helped me put voice to a lot of those people that you spoke to. That was one of the uh, highlights. There were many, but that was definitely one of the highlights. It was fun to put voice to those people so that they could be heard to a greater audience than being read, you know. So the the Insatiable Wives book, did that spark some conversation between you and your husband, <laughs> your partner? <laughs> we had been talking, yes, <laughs> in short, <laughs> because it helped us to understand that um, sexuality is normal. Whatever it is for you, whatever it is for me, it is normal. And we need to be able to think about it in a, in a, a fuller way. And, and the first way to do that is you have to accept it about yourself. You, you know, fear and shame are so heavy within us. Um, and it's hard to shake 
tradition off. It's hard to shake what your parents said and, and what religion has dictated and what science thought it knew. It's hard to shake those things, that, that foundation. But this book takes some, some horse blinders off. It allows you to see a little clearer. It allows you to ask yourself questions, uh, and, and, and say, okay, like, if I desire to ride my dildo and you hold it with your chin and eat me out and I tell you that it's another man behind me making me pregnant, that I'm taking his babies from him, are you okay with that? Can we do that? And if your husband is like, yes, let's talk. Yes. Yeah. How, where is this coming from? Like it opens the doors to just be more yourself. And you don't have to know all these answers right away. This book lets you figure out how to explore and, and, and think better okay. I, without I, you know, judging. I, I think I and the audience need to just take a moment and sit with that image. Um, <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> wow. <laughs> holy shit. Wow. Um, you know, I think <laughs> not really the answer I was expecting, but I love it. I, <laughs> Yes. The short answer is yes. The easy answer is yes. But again, it opens the door to think more fully into your fantasies. Like you have no idea how boundless your fantasies are until you read a book like this. You really don't. You, the taboos that say, no, 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 you don't get to do this. I am not thought police. I do not want to control how people fantasize what they want to do with their body, you know, individually, let alone with their partner in the privacy of their own bedroom. But then, you know, the world of cuckoldry, the people who actually live this lifestyle are acting on these things. And like, I couldn't be more prouder. Like, I feel like the world, the cuckold world is, is like this missing family that I didn't know I didn't have. And so I'm, I'm really excited to get to know a lot more people, smart people, people who've been there, done that and can help guide others along the way, you know, and, and just make you feel good about being who the hell you are, who you want to be. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in there and just say that, you know, as Rose was, was, I think, highlighting pretty clear, pretty well there that um, accepting your sexual desires, your unique, you know, sexual expression, your, your naughty fantasies that you've been afraid of or ashamed of, um, been, been frightened to share with your partner doesn't mean that you have to necessarily go out and, uh, act on them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, I, I, I've talked to a lot of people who, you know, who, who read my book or read any of my books. And it wasn't that they then embraced a non-monogamous marriage or became, you know, um, went out and became, you know, um, super, super promiscuous or anything else. But instead, just just being able to open up about your sexual fantasies and desires with your partner and have your partner accept them, whether you act on them or not, is so healing. Um, to you know, and, and I have lots of couples that you know the, the 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 husband has a fantasy of cuckolding, but he's afraid of making it a reality. He really just wants it to keep to stay a fantasy, but he wants to make his wife a part of it. And so then his, he and his wife, um, and then gay couples now are doing cuckolding too, which is awesome. You know, they, 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 they start exploring it together in fantasy. They start exploring it together in role play. They start writing stories about it. Maybe, you know, they, they do the game where they go to the bar and the wife, you know, gets picked up by guys and then the husband swoops in and, oh, so and seduces her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And again, all of that happens with trust, acceptance, and communication about these things. And, um, you know, if, if, if couples can do what Rose just described, which is, you know, read the book and then look at their partner and go, um, wow, what do you think? Um, mm -hmm. that is a goal right there. That's a success right there. You know, one of the, one of the neat things since the audiobook came out is now 
now people are sending Rose and I pictures of them on a road trip listening to the book. Right. Which is just awesome because then I think about, you know, these these couples on a road trip listening to the book. And I'm and I'm also thinking, wow, did they get turned on enough that they pulled off at a rest stop? Because I'm hoping so. You know they did. You know they did. You know the next step is tattoos, right? People are oh, God. getting tattoos. <laughs> I mean, Elvira could do it. We could do it, right, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Okay, David, it's been several years now since the, you wrote the book, and a lot has happened between then and now. What are your observations from your vantage point on how things have changed within cuckolding? You mentioned one thing about um, it was it's, it used to be more um, initiated by men, mm-hmm. and now you're seeing some women are the ones yeah, to initiate um- Definitely. I mean, you know, first, I mean, you know, cuckolding was just, it it was not, it was not in the mainstream. It wasn't, it wasn't discussed. It was, it was, it was the dirty shame. It was the secret. Um, And that was why I included the history section of the book was to say, you know what, people, um, this has really always been here. Um, we just pretended it wasn't. We, it's, it's always been, it's always been something that a lot of couples were doing secretly. And, and what's changing now is that they're just coming out of the closet about it. And that, that's the number one thing is that, you know, it has entered the mainstream dialogue. I mean, the, you know, the, the, uh, I, 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 I laugh just because the cuckolding comes up in so many, um, movies and TV shows now. There, um, there was this one TV show, um, iZombie, I think, where a, um, couple, um, uh, the husband kills a guy and then it turns out that guy was having an affair with the wife. Well, the wife doesn't want the husband to go to jail. So they pretend that it was a cuckold relationship, um, to try to help the husband avoid, you know, getting prosecuted. And I, I mean, it's just like the, this theme is coming up everywhere. And then you've got, then you've got, you know, Republicans and, and far right conservatives calling each other cuck. Um, and then for the love of God, you've got Jerry Falwell, you know, Jerry Falwell <laughs> Jr., you know, getting exposed as liking to watch his, his wife, um, you know, have sex with the pool boy for God's sake, the pool boy. And, and it was like, wow. I mean, holy, holy crap. You know, this is, this is just out there. And, it's, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I get, I get kind of giddy here because it's like, wait a minute. Um, a, this isn't my fault. I didn't do this, but <laughs> B, wow. Um, how did I catch the wave at the front end of this is really very cool. Um, so that, that's the biggest change is that, you know, people are talking about this in a way that never have before. Um, cuckold porn is now, um, consistently some of the most popular porn, um, in the world on every website. And, um, the neat thing though that I'm seeing in social media now is that the women are driving this conversation. Um, that's yes. the holy crap. That's just some of the cool stuff. And, and we'll, you know, we'll talk about cuck week here in a minute, but, um, again, you know, cuckolding used to be a male fantasy that women would indulge. And now it seems like women are kind of taking hold of the reins of this. And wow, that's kind of awesome. It's the time of women. Yes. <laughs> That's why I feel like cuckolding relationships are just like, they, they're amazing for everyone involved. But for the woman, it's like going through some sort of transformation almost for a lot of the women. It's like they are given permission to ask for what they want and get what they want and celebrated for that. <laughs> it's like amazing. Yeah. I will say that, you know, that there's this interesting thing I keep thinking about that, um, Infidel fears of female infidelity is one of the issues that consistently is a predictor of domestic violence and um, matrimonial homicide Um, where, you know, a male fears that his wife has cheated on him and then physically harms her or even kills her. Um, uh, As as Rose said, I I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu and um, 
trained a lot of Brazilians and one one friend of mine was telling me about how common murder suicides are in Brazil when a man finds out his wife has cheated on him. And yet here in cuckolding, we have men that are not not responding the, to this with violence or murder, but joy and excitement. And I, I think that there really is something unique about that. I'd like to understand more about the differences between these men and the differences with the women who are willing to try this and then love it. Um, mm-hmm. That I think is is the next level that that I hope we get to hear about and see. Yeah, can we have some research on that? Like, <laughs> that'd be amazing. Can we have any research on just the women in this kind of relationship mm-hmm. in general? Because, like, I feel like I have spoken to so many women along my journey, and we've kind of echoed a lot of the same things. And it would just be really interesting to see if research would you know, support that or, um, or, or whatever. So I've noticed definitely a lot of trends, even in the six years that I have been talking about cuckolding relationships, but, um, the, there's some really interesting ones. Guys seem to be, there's a lot more younger single guys looking for this kind of relationship now. And I think that historically, maybe this was, and still today, primarily mostly married couples that start to incorporate this into their relationship. But now there's a lot of single guys who are, are looking for this right off the bat with no experience and young. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, Venus, I think you hit the nail on the head there that um, historically, and I talk about in the book that um, cuckolding was something consensual cuckolding was something that older men engaged in oftentimes after they had already had children with a wife where, mm-hmm. you know, it was safe to let her have sex with other guys because if you, if she got pregnant from it, it wasn't the end of your marriage or family or whatever. It wasn't this huge risk. But now you're right. I mean, I it, we are seeing these much younger guys coming in and identifying this fantasy and coming into relationships from the front end saying they want this. Now, I I wonder if it if it is some expression of, you know, uh, pornography um, being such a part of people's development and sexuality that they are, you know. Um, connecting voyeurism and sexuality so powerfully in their relationship that they that they want their female partner to you know to to quote be their own personal porn star um and and i and i say all of that not like not like i'm saying porn is bad or that that is bad um because in Justin Laymiller's book, Tell Me What You Want, you know, he, he, he finds this remarkable thing where 45% of men are now reporting a sexual fantasy of watching their partner with other, with other men. And roughly the same number of women are reporting a sexual fantasy of being watched. And so it's this, it's this amazing match made in heaven if people can connect on these fantasies. Yes, absolutely. Uh, back in uh, August of this, or last year, I want to say this year, it's 2022 already. But back in August, I launched a, a private matchmaking service for single men and single women who are looking for a loving cuckolding relationship. And it has been so fascinating because I make them do a three-week course, but I also get them to do a one-hour interview, face-to-face interview with me. And I get the chance to get to know all of these single women and single men who are wanting this kind of relationship. It is so intriguing because I thought the two kind of landing spots for women uh, who were look single and looking for this was they had a previous relationship like that before and for whatever reason it ended and they want it again. And then through the kink door where this is, you know, part of the kink, um, their list of kinks that they're into. And yes, that's true that there are women who enter into it from those two um, places. However, what's really interesting is that there are women who have no experience in it whatsoever who are now looking for this kind of relationship because they feel like this kind of relationship fits 
who they are. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I think that's really wonderful. So I think that may, I hope that's the start of a trend where women will consider this as part of uh, a, a list of kind of re- non-monogamous relationships that they can have, a viable option anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, that, that sounds fascinating, Venus. I, right? I almost want to sit down and talk with you more. I mean, you know, talk about a research project. I mean, if any of those women were interested in, you know, participating in some research about, you know, what, what led them to cuckolding that, 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 oh, that, that's kind of hot. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was so surprised and I continue to be surprised as they come into the program. I'm just like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Okay. So let's talk about cuck week. What is Cuck Week? How did this all get started? I feel like I've just been like blown over by this wave of Cuck Week stuff going on. Like, what is it's, going on? It's it's Rose's fault. Rose's no. fault. <laughs> you know, you can't help it when you have a good idea. <laughs> the, the only problem is, is do you act on it or not? No, no I, I just, you know, I think that because there's just a lot of... um misunderstanding about cuckoldry and what hot wifing is and what cuckoldresses are and what bulls are. Um, and, and my husband feels the same way. Um, and, and the term cuck week actually came from him. He's like, you know, they, they've got shark week. We should do cuck week, right? To just help promote the release of the insatiable wives, women who stray and the men who love them audio book on, on our KMQ show. But then, you know, we opened our big fat mouths to Dr. Lay over there and he was just like, yes. <laughs> okay. And then things just started happening. Like you said, he's got a fan club and he knows some people. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I, I reached out to, you know, um, uh, Mistress K, um, who's a fan and, and, and a wonderful person. You know, I got mm-hmm. to um, go to dinner with her and her husband, um, and, and just hear about their relationship and their explorations. And, and I reached out to her and I said, you know, would, would it be possible for you to help me connect with um, other folks in the, in the, you know, particularly the online cuckolding community to talk about this idea of a cuck week. And, and she was like, yes. And she made it happen. And then she turned around to me and she's like, wait a minute, is this a good thing? What are we doing here? And, (laughs) and I said, you know, the goal of this is to invite people and couples to talk about this dark secret shameful thing and the positives that have come out of it to talk about how it's been a healthy positive part of their life and um somehow we ended up on the end of january january 25th to january 31st is the first annual cuck week and the 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 goal is in that week for people that are you know, exploring cuckolding, interested in cuckolding to, to talk about it and talk about the positives. One of the, one of the things that we saw um, between 2010 and 2015 was that our country experienced the greatest shift in social values in, in recorded history. In 2010, a majority of the United States believed um, gay marriage was wrong. In 2015, a majority of our country believed gay marriage was right. That change happened in five years because in that period, people came out. They started talking publicly about being gay. We started hearing from our friends, our neighbors, from our favorite television stars and movie stars that they were gay. And, you know, you mentioned Elvira earlier and Elvira just came out, right, as, as, as lesbian. And, and, and so that changes things when, when this, this, this sexual thing that we thought was this dark, rare, dirty secret is in the people you know and love. That, I think, is the goal for Cuck Week, is to invite people who have this shameful secret, you know, man shouldn't ever be cuckolded. If he is, he's a weakling. For those men and women to come out and say, you know, I'm not weak, and this is amazing and positive and healthy for my wife and I, for my partner and I. Um, We're starting it off with, with a night. Um, called Cucktails, um, and you can all sing in your head the Ducktails song. Um, <laughs> we're starting it off with with Cucktails, where we're having uh, you know a Zoom um, session where cuckold couples uh, can sit down and share their stories with sex therapists and therapists that are in training 
to help those therapists learn not to pathologize the way I did when I first encountered these couples back in 2008. Um, it, it's amazing that we've come so far. And, and, and I think that I will selfishly say that's my goal for Cuck Week is to let a lot of other people have the experience that I did as I got to hear something I didn't expect about how this works and how it's healthy and positive. So the way that you intended Cuck Week to be and the way it is blossoming now, Rose, <laughs> how are you, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> I'm I'm not freaking out. <laughs> I, you know what? I have been smiling practically nonstop since we started moving forward with this. Um, and I, I'm so glad that I was like, okay, I got to create some sort of a hub because not everybody, you know, is going to be able to catch everything if it's coming from all directions. So if you're on Twitter, it's at Cuck Week and you can just follow along there. I'm going to share all of the links for all of the things that are going on. And I'll have another little hub space on our Stupid Fish Productions website um, for things that are not on Twitter uh, as well. So I'm hoping that we can, you know, encourage people who are just curious, like, what is this thing? Like, you know, from the ground up, what is this thing? And can we play with this? Like, that's the one, the one thing, like, our podcast is not, we're not sexperts by any means. We, we just like sex and we want to have fun with it because we think we only live one time. So we're, we're limited in our time that we've got to do this, right? So we just want to encourage people to open their minds and, and reinvigorate their, their, their erotic selves. And I think that Cuck Week is the perfect example of, of how people have done that. But you're not obligated to live the lifestyle. You, but understanding it, I think, is what you are obligated to do. You should understand what you're playing with so that you can be more present in it and, and fulfill yourself, um, more completely. Um, so, you know, this is by no means a prescription. You should be in a cuckolding relationship. Nope. I just want you, if you're curious, to open the door and peek inside and, and see, you, you might be surprised by what you'll find. Um, and if it's not for you, it's okay. But, um, there's something there, I think, for everybody. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where can people get the audio book for Insatiable Wives and where can they learn more about you? Uh, the audiobook Insatiable Wives, Women Who Stray and the Men Who Love Them, written by Dr. David Lay and lovingly narrated by me, Rose Carraway, is available in Audible right now. We are going to run some giveaways. So if you follow at Cuck Week on Twitter, you might get one or all of the various participants who are, you know, hosting interviews and doing blog posts and live discussions on the Moan app. That's another thing. If you have an iPhone, get the Moan app. I've just created my own profile there. And I'm really excited to listen in on some of the conversations. I know that um, Venus is on there. So I'm going to be listening to you, girl. Okay. Because, you know, you, you've got some That's experience. So I'm, I'm interested in, in learning more, but um, get the Moan app if you have an iPhone. Um, audiobook is, I think it's in iTunes right now, but just go to Audible. That's the easiest place. And you can find Rose at Kiss Me Quick and Stupid Fish Productions. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. yeah I, I I just never plug myself. <laughs> wait, wait. No, I totally did. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, we heard a story a little while ago about that. I mean. I might have. I might have. Um, yes. The Kiss Me Quicks Erotica podcast is on iTunes. And if you just want to talk to your partner about something erotic and you don't have the words or whatever, erotica is a great way to facilitate that. You find a sexy story and go, hmm, I like this one. Can we play with that? go to the kiss me quicks. You'll find something there. I promise. And I will say I've gotten more comfortable plugging myself, um, <laughs> uh, over the years. Um, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. David Lay. I always want to say, you know, it, it, even though it sounds like getting laid, it's L E Y. Um, and then I have a website, davidlayphd.com. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm not that difficult to find because, um, uh, a lot of people are talking about these issues and I'm just really excited to get to be part of it um, and to 
to to to to be part of this discussion with amazing people like Rose and you, Venus. Um, that's been the coolest thing for me. Is you know, I joked earlier about you know, thirteen year old me being so excited, but you know, I I was an introverted kind of bookworm kid. So getting able to to talk with people like the sexy librarian herself, being part of the conversation around people overcoming sexual shame um, is incredibly exciting and fulfilling. Well, thank you so much to both of you for being on the show today. I must say I absolutely enjoyed all of this discussion and I can't wait for Cuck Week. Thank you so much, Rose, for that one, because I really do think that it's going to be like a real thing every year from now on. So we have you to thank for that. <laughs> and, Cheers. <laughs> and thank you, David, for Insatiable Wives. Honestly, it's been ama- an amazing resource for myself and for so many people. And I'm just so grateful for that. So thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank, thank you. you. All right, that's going to be it for this very special episode of the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com. That's where you can subscribe to the podcast. You can ask a question for the show. And of course, there's the Venus Fault. You can also register for Pillow Talk there as well. And don't forget, every Tuesday at 5 and 11 Central Time, you can listen to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast on fullswapradio.com. Also, check out my monthly article in ASN Lifestyle Magazine. And you can follow me on Twitter. My handle is at V. Thanks so much for joining me for this very special episode. And happy Cuck Week to everyone. We'll see you next time. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.